It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Welcome to another special edition of the Savvy Realtor. I'm Walter Storholt alongside... Angie Cole of A. Cole Realty, serving you all throughout the Triangle and beyond. Another special edition of the podcast today. As you may know, Angie hosts a weekly radio show on WTKK 1061 FM Talk in the Raleigh and uh, Greater Triangle area. And uh, we, from time to time, like to make a podcast out of some of the special features that she has on her radio show, which feature all of the great partners that she works with throughout the real estate industry. So from talking about mortgage partners, to attorneys, uh, to some of her buying agents and, you know, listing and sellers agents. Uh, We like to tap into that vast network of knowledge from the folks that she partners with. And then we collect all of those great samplings and uh, pieces of information and advice and share them with you from time to time here on the podcast. So a little bit of a smattering of helpful information for you today from different elements and worlds of the real estate landscape. So let's get into it. We'll kick things off today with the attorney minute. We know how important that process is as part of you know closing on your home and making sure that everything's buttoned up nicely. So we've got a great tip today in our attorney minute. Okay, Craig, good one for you this week. Are you legally required to have a real estate attorney in North Carolina? Again, another great question, Walter. Unfortunately, that answer is no. There are settlement shops, or what's known as settlement shops, operating in the state of North Carolina that close transactions. The state bar, the North Carolina State Bar, has in the past sent cease and desist letters to these companies under the theory that these folks are practicing law without a license. The way they get around this issue is that they will essentially partner up with a licensed attorney who will not only certify the title to the transaction, but will also prepare any legal documents required for that specific transaction. But the attorney themselves, in all likelihood, will have zero interaction with the actual client. And you want to be cautious of that because you're dealing with a layman as opposed to a licensed attorney who is looking after your rights. I personally would recommend a person only close directly through a licensed real estate attorney. Sounds like if you're going that route and not using a licensed real estate attorney, when there's a problem, you've got no leg to stand on. That's correct, because you may not even know who the actual attorney was that's certifying the title or preparing the legal documents because you can't fall back on someone. And you don't want to be left holding the bag on the largest investment of your life. If Absolutely. I agree with that. When you buy or sell a home in the area, you're most likely going to deal with some sort of inspection process, even in today's crazy market. And so that's why we want to ask the inspector some key questions on today's show. Joined again by Jarrett Joins, Home Inspector with JHI Services. And Jarrett, I'm curious, uh, when we're talking about some of these different items that we should be on the lookout for during the home inspection phase of buying a home, let's pay particular attention today to the furnace and the AC. What should we be on the lookout for when inspecting those systems? Yeah, with those systems, you know, we, we, we definitely want to know the date that the units were manufactured. That, that plays a big part of it because, you know, typically anything 10 to 12 years old is when you're going to start 
you know, 10 to 12 years old and, and older is when you're going to start developing, you know, some issues more than likely. The data plate is located usually on the side or the back side of the condensing unit, which is the, the part of the HVAC system that's outside. You always hear, you know, spinning around and, and making the, the humming noise. That's where you're going to find a data plate at, and you can double check that there when you guys are walking around and viewing the homes. And that way you can kind of get the time frame that it was that it was manufactured in. And a lot of the older systems, they're going to have the R22 refrigerant. Um, they stopped making that now. They use 410A. That's the, the newer refrigerant that they put into the systems. And, you know, with the older systems, if they have to do any repairs or if there's any leaks on those older systems, they will have to pull out all of the old refrigerant and put in, you know, the new, the new stuff or uh, completely replace the system. So with older ones, just have to watch out for them and, and definitely have them maintained every year. Is the goal when you're working with a client and looking at their the furnace and AC at the home they're thinking about buying in, is it to is your goal to try and give them perspective on how soon they may have to be investing money into those sim, uh, systems and how much they can expect to I- invest in those systems in that span of time, or is it more so trying to point them to just to saying, hey, this would be your responsibility to fix versus hey, this is something that qualifies as you negotiating with the seller to try and fix this before you move into the home or or kind of all of those things you're helping give a little bit of perspective on? Yeah, pretty much all of it. Um, you know, we, we definitely, when we're out there, you know, we're, we're trying to look for any defects that can help them with negotiations, um, especially if it's an older unit. You know, sometimes we come across units in the summertime where we're running the air conditioning and uh, maybe the, the system's not cooling the house as, it, as it's intended to or it's not heating the house in the winter as, as it's intended to. So um, if we come across something like that, then we would definitely refer them to a uh, licensed HVAC contractor who can come out and do, uh, again, a more thorough investigation on it. You know, we, we do not measure the refrigerant levels like the HVAC guys do, so they can get in there and, and, and use their, their, uh, their tools and, and give you a better understanding of the condition on it if we find a, if we find a problem during the inspection. So kind of like with uh, foundation cracks and then you kind of referring to get further further investigation by a structural engineer in these kinds of cases, you're just looking for some warning signs that might require, again, further inspection and, you know, poking around of, of that system. Correct. The home inspectors, uh, we're kind of looked at as, as general, if you're talking medical field too. Um, people come in and, you know, we kind of diagnose, it, diagnose the house and then we, we refer you over to a qualified specialist, kind of like, you know, if you go to, to a the heart doctor or the, the eye doctor. Oh, that's um, a good way you know. to look at it. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah. We'll call you Dr. Home Inspector. How about that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> New title. <laughs> New title. That's fantastic. That's yeah. a great way to look at it. So you guys are the first line of defense, and then we refer out to specialists if need be. That makes a lot of sense. Easy to understand. Correct. Well, mortgage rates, at least at the time of this episode, are no longer, you know, rock bottom and uh, have certainly been changing a little bit. So it's more important than ever to really be paying attention to making the right decisions when it comes to the mortgage part of the process. And that's why we feature the mortgage moment each week on the show. All right, Jonathan, today I've got a question from Bruce. Bruce says, can you explain the different types of loans for me? I've heard of adjustable and fixed and hybrids. What's the best type of loan? Uh, that's a great question, Bruce. There are definitely many different types of loans. There are not as many options available now as there used to be. I mean, I've been in the business for about 20 years now. And, you know, once the, you know, the crash happened, a lot of those subprime and those what we wanted to call adjustable rate mortgages um, have, have gone away. We still have adjustable rate mortgages. 
but they are not as competitive as they were then. It makes more sense, obviously, now to do a fixed rate because fixed rates and adjustable rates are you know very similar at this point. So an adjustable rate is basically an interest rate that is fixed for a specific period of time. You know, you may hear of a three-year arm, five-year arm, seven-year arm, 10-year arm. That means that interest rate is going to be fixed for that particular amount of time. After five years, you know, you have that mortgage, that interest rate can change based off of market conditions, the prime rate, you know, stuff of that nature. And once you get in that adjustment period, your interest rate could go up, could go down. So the good thing with that, you know, with an adjustable rate is you may be able to take advantage of a lower interest rate for a short period of time. And it's typically recommended for people that are not going to be in their house for a long period of time. You know, if they're planning on only being in that house for, you know, three to five years, an adjustable rate, if it's much lower than a fixed rate, makes sense to do. I do not recommend personally adjustable rate mortgages. Uh, They tend to be a little risky in my book. And, you know, once you, if you get caught in that adjustment period and your mortgage payment goes up $300, $500, sometimes you may even go up $1,000 a month, depending on what, what your loan amount is. I mean, that can, that's a lot of money monthly for people. And that can definitely put you in a, a financial hardship. So a fixed rate, you know, when we talk about fixed rates, typically they're fixed for the entire life of the loan. So if you do a 10 year, 15 year, 20 or 30 year, you know, that interest rate is fixed for the entire life of that loan. So you don't have to worry about, you know, your payment changing. The only thing that would change would be your taxes or your insurance. So, you know, that's included in your monthly payment. If those amounts go up or change, obviously they're going to be collecting that money in escrow every month. So that payment's going to go up for you as well. Hybrids really don't exist anymore. They're definitely, I mean, you can look at a hybrid as kind of like a balloon type loan. You know, they may have the rate fixed for 20 years, but it balloons in 10. Okay. What that means is yes, your payment's going to be based off a 20 year term, but in 10 years, that entire loan is due all at once. The only time I ever recommend anything like that would be in a a situation or short term situation where you're going to be in the house for a you know, a limited amount of time, you know, as far as the best type of loan that I recommend a 30 year fixed, you know, or a fixed fixed term, because I mean, fixed rates are so low right now. It just doesn't make sense to put yourself in a risky situation with an adjustable rate mortgage. One of my favorite parts of the radio show is the buying blitz tips and helpful information for all the buyers out there. Vicki, staging a home is an important part of the seller's job to make the home attractive. But I'm curious from the buyer's side, do you teach your buyers to try and look beyond the staging of a home? What are some of the things that they should really be analyzing when they walk through and try not to be distracted by just nicer furniture and positioning and that kind of thing? Sure. We always talk about, or I always talk about with my clients, can you imagine yourself living here? How would you function in this home? What is your current furniture situation? Or are you going to be buying new furniture? What's it going to look like in this room? Where would you place it? Where would your TV be? How would the light affect that? Go beyond the paint. I tell folks all the time, everything in a home can be changed except for the location. So if you don't like the paint or you don't like the flooring, we can work around that. Can you see yourself living and functioning in the home well? Yeah. So location meaning uh, the broader sense of where it is in town, but also... Right. 
if you don't like the way it's positioned toward the street, like you can't change the windows and that kind of thing. That's right. <laughs> You're not changing those, or at least it's not cheap to change It wouldn't change be those. cheap, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it wouldn't be a complete show without the effervescent Amber Cole, no relation to Angie Cole, but the staging expert that Angie and her team rely on to help make sure that homes look crystal clear, perfect, excellent for buyers out there. So let's get some wisdom today with Amber Cole. Our question this week for you, Amber, comes to us from a listener, Landon in Clayton, says, My home has beautiful hardwood floors, but they're older and a little scuffed up. Is it worth the money to refinish them before showing my home? It really depends on the extent of the damage, but most of the time, absolutely. Buyers don't want to come into a new home and have to do a lot of work, especially something like hardwood floors. That's something that they can't move their furniture in. They're gonna have to be out of the home for several days. Buyers want move-in ready homes and doing floors, paint, things of those nature, those are first impression items. Soon as you step in the front door, that can really make a difference in whether or not someone's gonna pick your home over another one. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.